Deplorable Nation, a podcast where your voices can be heard, where things that affect you and your family are important, because it's important to all of us. Every one of us matters, and everybody has a voice. We're going to be bringing you news, current events, and throw in a lot of humor, and then you decide for yourself. Hello and welcome to another episode of Deplorable Nation, episode number 39. And today it's a swap cast with my buddies, Pud and Kyle from the Big Dumb Pod. And I just want to say I had to change the name after our little pre-conversation that we had. It was going to be called Dumb Fun, but we're going to call this one Battle Shits, and we'll explain that in just a minute. So thanks for joining me today, guys. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having us, Jim. Yeah, we appreciate it. You know, like our conversation was so funny that the whole time the intro was playing, I had to mute so, so I could laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was funny. Uh, you're talking about, uh, you know, muting for farts or burps or whatever. And I said, well, let's just let them rip. You know, it's uh, Sunday morning. I'm, we all got some farts built up. Let's just have a little competition. We'll call it battleships. <laughs> So there may or may not be uh, burping and farting on this show. (laughs) There you go. go. That was weak, though. Weak. That was a two. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I have a lot of. uh, I don't have a lot of energy this morning. I was hammered last night, so I'm trying to. I got to get that energy level up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Probably just start drinking again. We went a little hard in the paint last night. <laughs> well, sometimes the the best cure for a uh, hangover is to drink more. Uh, Honestly. Yeah. yeah, Puds came over with a six pack of beer. He's already drinking, so I was like, <laughs> "All right, we're, we're getting into it." Oh yeah. Cheers. 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 I'd like to hear that. We like beer here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we did uh when you came on our show, I mean, we were, me and Puds were both, we were really nervous. Like, oh no, it's, you know, it's Janet. Uh, it's deplorable Janet. Like she's, you know, uh, she's, we were just like so excited. Yeah, and I was like, we got to really keep, big. we got to be professional. I was like, yeah, we got to stay professional. And, uh, and then, you, you know, you come on and you just got a tall boy. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So like we started <laughs> drinking yeah. and we had a really good time. So now see, don't you wish that we could actually party together? Oh, yes. <laughs> one day, one day for sure. It's so funny because some people are like, oh, my God, like, I'm scared to come on your show because I'm so nervous and uh, like I cuss and whatever. And I'm like, oh, boy, you don't know me very well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to I used to host this thing because my husband used to travel all the time for work. And so when he would leave and sometimes he'd be gone for, I don't know, like three. (laughs) Great. That was much better. (laughs) Thanks. He'd he'd be gone for like three and a half weeks out of the month sometimes. And so I would always host beer with friends. And so people would just come over and bring beer or whatever else they want to drink and we'd make food and just party. 
Hell yeah. So, yeah, we do yeah. that all the time. Um, all the time. Puds and I are our neighbors. We share a wall. Um, so we just, any, you know, any, yesterday was, I mean, here in Texas, it was so beautiful yesterday and, um, you don't get a whole lot of a day of days out of the year that it's not, you know, scorching hot or it's right. I'll get out. Yeah. Yesterday it was calm. It was a few clouds in the sky, uh, perfect temperature. And I was like, we got to cook out today. Oh, yeah. So we smoked meat all day. We were drinking all day. Cause you know, when you, when you cook on the grill or you're smoking anything, it doesn't cook unless you drink. So if it takes that's right, eight hours to smoke your ribs, you gotta drink for the eight hours. So, um, yeah, we we had a good time. We 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 love doing that, you know. Oh, even yeah. with you know close friends and things like that, and uh, just just it's so nice. And then mm-hmm. um, the other night, actually, uh, we went out for the first time in a long time, like and went out out. You know, we just were gonna go uh, get some food on a patio with the dogs and stuff. But that restaurant we were gonna go to was packed, so we went across the street to this little bar and they had a patio and man we thought we were just gonna grab some food and have a couple beers but people kept coming out in the patio talking to us just you know random strangers and i was like no one's wearing a mask i was like man this is really nice like i haven't done this in over a year you know what i mean like so what's it like on a normal day there i mean do is there a lot of mask wearers um usually or are in you you in an area where people are like oh fuck that uh it's it's i feel i want to say it's like roughly half and half at least with like the people i'm around um on a regular basis like a a lot of people in our area are like fuck that but then we kind of have a pretty hefty liberal side uh here in our city too and i don't even think Um, it's that i think it's uh you know we have a there's a lot of older people here um so you know they will wear masks like if they're asked to, you know it's more because we're polite here in texas everyone wants to you know one right. wants to be rude but also no one wants to be told what to do yeah so it's kind of like i'd say that's more more half and half you know like they'll do it if they have to but it's not like they're gonna like enjoy it you know what i mean like some people yeah um so, so what do you think is gonna um happen with your state since your state is basically the only one that's um got the ability to secede on their own if they want to. So uh, we actually, I, I talked about this the other day. Um, I think what's going to happen if that I heard that, if let's say, if um, <laughs> let's say if, if Texas does secede, um, well, cause it, okay. Going back to the civil war, there was a Mason Dixon line. There was a clear line between the two forces that were fighting. Um, and I don't think we have that right now. Um, I think there's, uh, it would be, you know, street by street, block by block, uh, kind of division. You know what I mean? Um, but let's say, let's say Texas did secede. I think what would happen is, um, you wouldn't get then other states seceding. You would get other states joining Texas. So let's say Texas leaves. Oklahoma would be like, Hey, Texas, can we be part of Texas? Cause we're trash anyway. And, uh, <laughs> sorry, but that's a big Texas, Oklahoma rivalry, but I feel oh, like yeah. they would join us. Uh, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, maybe New Mexico, maybe parts of so- like Southern Colorado. I mean, I think it would just be like all of, and then maybe even Mexico too. I think it would just be Texas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my right. scenario just because we do have our own military forces. We have our own energy. I mean, we're the fifth largest economy in the world. You know, more, I know. You, 
You guys have it way better than most. Yeah, and people still complain about it. But, you know, nothing's perfect. You know, with the whole, you know, when the weather thing uh, a few months ago with the ice storm and all that, like, that was just poor management. And I think it was kind of done on purpose. Uh, We can get into that later if you want. But, yeah, Texas is always, uh, there's a spirit of Texas, too. Like, when I grew up, when I was growing up, like, we would say the Texas Pledge in school after the American flag pledge, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, like... When I, the first time I was in a, a public event or something where they did the Pledge of Allegiance, I kept going and saying the Texas Pledge because that's just <laughs> I thought it was all one. You know what I mean? So um, there's definitely a pride. There's a, uh, that, a pride that and hold uh, more than most yeah, other states. I mean, we have a whole year in you know elementary or uh, middle school where you we talk about Texas history. You don't take a U.S. history class. You take a Texas history oh, class, dude. You have to. Right. You have to do that at colleges in Texas too. Like, yeah. I had to take two different, uh, like, government history classes, and it was Texas, know? and one was like of the nation, and one was of Texas. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool though, because uh, there's not very many states like that that can say that they have pride in their actual state. Yeah, and they teach history about your state. Yeah. And well, our state's so interesting. Our state history is so unique and so interesting, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't one of the original colonies. I mean, have you heard of Six Flags? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The theme. So I think Six Flags started in Texas and it's called Six Flags over Texas. Yeah. And that's because Texas has had been under control, like has been under six different flags. And I think yeah. that is the Spanish flag, the Mexican flag, the French flag, the British flag. I've already forgot what I said already. Hold on. And then tech is in US. <laughs> I think that was, I don't know, but that's what, you know, Pud's trying to run through the history in his yeah, head. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to bring it up. Make yeah. Sure we get but you know, somewhat, that's right. how much you think about all the history that comes with all those transitions of power, you know? Um, Absolutely. It just makes for a, a, a good, um, oh, and we're so fucking huge too. No one, our land masses. I heard things are, bigger in texas that is true oh yeah (laughs) that is very true uh so the six flags uh officially that you know um have had control over texas is spain france mexico the republic of texas uh the confederate states of america and the united states i forgot about the confederacy yeah yeah well i grew up in indiana and the town i grew up in uh, the only thing I could tell you about it is we were a red light district. So it was like a giant uh, hooker area. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. And so <laughs> when I first started uh, nursing, I took care of a lot of patients that were in nursing homes that used to be prostitutes in the red light district. Oh, wow. And that's very really interesting. Pig. how's their retirement plan yeah (laughs) well not very good because most of them had uh like sexually transmitted diseases oh wow i don't doubt it that's crazy that's you know the whole syphilis thing was a was a bill big deal back then wow Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's like a pill you take and you're you're good yeah you get a (laughs) shot in the butt and you're good to go Uh, or are you really the wonders of medicine. I said, are you really? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, different, you know, and you ask people from, you know, Oklahoma or Mississippi, they don't, 
they don't care. They're like, I just was born here and I'm stuck here. But I'm like, I'm never, I've left Texas and I caught, yeah. I tried, I got back as fast as I could. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. so excited to come back after school and working and stuff like that. I was like, Texas is the, is the place to be. Even yeah. if, you know, it's not perfect, oh, yeah. but it's still really, really awesome. I just got to say, I, I heard um, your pod with your dad and I have to let you know, Kyle, I, I have a little crush on your dad. Oh, he's going to love to hear that. <laughs> I have a little crush on him after listening to that. And I thought your dad is so much fun. Like he would be a hoot to hang out with. Yeah, uh, he, uh, yeah, he knows how to, to party. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, yeah. I kind of, I kind of got that impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But he, he's like so cool. I was uh, like mesmerized the whole episode. Going, man, this dude like not only knows his shit, but you know he's he's funny and funny, and I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, he called me uh, gay slurs. Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> okay, Dad. Thanks. You know, uh, he talked about your dick a lot. <laughs> yeah, how would he know? He doesn't know. Like father, like son. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he, he's got a lot of great stories too. And I, 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 I talked to him last night, and I said we got a lot of great feedback on your episode. People loved the stories you had to say and yeah. things like that. And he's like, "Oh, I got more." I'm like, I bet you do. So <laughs> we'll have him on again. And it's it's kind of weird, you know, just as a you know as a son uh, to that you know it's like how do i because he got nervous right at the beginning and um you know he and kinda, you're just like calm down yeah, dad about to like shut down and i was like you know you gotta work a good podcast host can like work through that you know and they, and they Carl, can ask yeah. the right questions that. and things like that and um it, it's it's just kind of reading people and it's it's weird because it was my dad sitting right next to me and i'm like i've never seen him act like that you know yeah. So he eventually got in. You've never seen him be quiet before. <laughs> no. Or nervous for that matter. Yeah, he was really nervous. Yeah, was he like, was like shaking at the start. It was like we're just having a conversation. Like let's let's just chill through. Yeah, it. it's like when I went on when we went on or when Janet came on our show. Like I was super nervous, oh, and then yeah. ten minutes in, I'm like, oh, this is fun. you know, yeah. it's nothing. You're like, oh my god, she's retarded. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like me. <laughs> So what, what was it like growing up with, with a dad that was basically like alert to the things around him Um, and with a sense of humor? It was interesting. Um, We didn't, what we didn't touch on in that show very much is like my, my dad wasn't around very much when I was growing up. Um, My mom raised me pretty much by herself until I was like six or seven. Um, both my parents had a, a real problem with drugs. And so, um, you know, my mom kind of had the ultimatum from my grandma. And when I was really young, she was like, you need to stop or I'm going to take, your, take Kyle away. And my mom, like for her, that was enough. She was like, okay. And she, you know, got clean, has been clean ever since. Um, with my dad though, he didn't have that outside force. I mean, he was so into it that like, you know, I saw him. It's not like I didn't grow up with him, but, you know, I it was like part week, you know, two days out of the week and every other weekend kind of thing. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, he was running and gunning. He was dealing. He was selling. He was and he's open about it. He, you know, he he has accepted it and he's moved on and he's in a much better place now. But mm-hmm. I feel like I never really got to know my dad 
that well because he was always on drugs or always doing <laughs> shady shit, you know, but back to your question, um, it like I, I, in a, from a very young age, he'd always talk to me like, you know, people think, um, life is so much more interesting than what we're told. You know, he always kind of put that in my head. And I think because of the resentment that I had for him for a while, uh, you know, especially in my teen years, I kind of resented any kind of like truth seeking conspiracy stuff just because I, I associated it with that bad taste in my mouth that my dad had right. left me. And so right. it wasn't until, and th- I mean, this is like the biggest lesson I think that he ever gave me was to, like to learn to forgive you know, cause like I hated yep. him for a long time and he'll tell you that he knows it. I mean, he would, when he went to prison for a few years and it was like in those formative years, he'd write me letters and I would just say, I would fucking throw them in the trash. I didn't even read, you know what I mean? I was like, mm-hmm. Fuck you. I was, I didn't. And it, at the end of the day, as I was getting older and my mom, you know, she's a saint. She, and she kind of helped me through this as much as she hated him too. She was like, she saw what it was doing to me. And, uh, right. So she, you know, she kind of pushed me to, you know, Hey, you gotta, you gotta at least try to talk to him, let him, you know, something. And it was, it took a while, but eventually and we worked, we had some tough conversations and that's hard for a 16 year old or a, you know, four, five, I don't even, I was younger than that, yeah, but it's just, imagine, dude. yeah. And then even when I was in college, he, I just still wasn't quite over it. You know, he would try to help out and shit and I'd be like, fuck you, dad. And like, I don't want to deal with it. So but at the end of the day, that was only hurting me mm-hmm. and I just had to forgive and for, and not forget, but forgive and move on and um, try to have what I, you know, salvage what I could of a relationship with my father. Do you know what I mean? So um, how is it now? It's good. Um, I think he knows that we're not like he, he didn't raise me, you know what I mean? And I think he knows that and he kind of sees it how I do. Like be, he loves me. I love him. He's still my dad. Um, right. And we just got to w- make the best of it, you know, and that's what we've done. And it's been great. We always have a good time together. Um, we go whenever we hang out and we always try to like go do stuff, like get experience, have it, you know, experience things together, like concerts and, and mm-hmm. uh, shows and, you know, fall, hockey games and stuff. And like, that's really fun, you know, and so we're, we're, we're trying our best and um, I haven't had any complaints in a while. You went know? to a dope ass crawfish boil with him too. Oh yeah! Wait, what? What? That's, that's, what you, when you went to help your Clint? No, that was Dallas. that was at that was at work. That wasn't. What do you mean that was at work? That that's not. You're you're wrong. Is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, fine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm confused. Yeah, me too. I don't know what he's saying, but um, yeah, it's it's good now. Um. You know, I'm a grown man now as far as, you know, not yet, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm but you guys are so lucky because you guys are a lot younger than me. I'm 50. Oh, okay. And so uh, my parents aren't fun. Um, there's, they're so stuffy. And I swear to God, I must have been brought by a squirrel or something (laughs) because I don't think I belong to them. My personality is completely different than theirs. We have like nothing in common, like at all. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I'm your kid. Did you kidnap me? You might have kidnapped me. I think so. (laughs) 
I mean, so. that's interesting that you say that because I, I had never thought about it like that, you know, but and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm so much like my parents, mm-hmm. you know, even my mom, we kind of have the same. It's funny when I'm with my mom and I do like I, I say something or I do something like a mannerism. She goes, that's just like your dad. And I'm like, oh, shit. But then other everyone else is like, oh, you look just like your mom. You know, you act like your mom and stuff. So it's just interesting. Um and a big part of it too, me growing up is I had a great stepdad who stepped in and, you know, who wants, my mom was young when she had me and it's like, who wants to, uh, sorry. That was weak. That, that was weak. <laughs> that was more, uh, it was like, stuck. that yeah. sounded <laughs> more like, like a barf burp. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. And I can, oh, I can, taste, it. <laughs> I can taste it now. Did so. you bring up breakfast? That's no, disgusting. I, I ate a huge breakfast though. Um, <laughs> But as I was saying, my um, my stepdad really stepped up and, uh, you know, married my mom and just immediately was like, that's my that's my son. You know what I mean? And um, I consider him my, my dad, too. You know, he raised me. Uh, I'm more like him than my mom or my biological dad. You know what I mean? So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, shout out. to It's really cool, though, that, you know, you guys can like go to concerts together and laugh together and stuff because, oh my God, like my parents think that I am Satan because they don't get my sense of humor. (laughs) They don't listen to music. They don't like anything that I like. Crazy. Uh, We can't have conversations. Uh, My mom is a Karen. Uh Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, so she was really mad when she found out I went to D.C. And uh, she called me a lot of names and hung up on me. Wow. And told me she never wanted to speak to me again. And I was like, oh, righty then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just, I I don't know if you could chalk that up to just a different time, you know. Yeah. But also, yeah. I know some grandpas and, you know, who are, they like to party. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. And like my daughter, she, like her and I have a lot of fun together. Well, I've taken her to oh, lots of different concerts and stuff. And we always have a good time together and we can literally talk about anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because I didn't want her to grow up like I did, where I felt like I couldn't talk to them. Yeah. And I, cause they're so judgy. Yeah, yeah. And that's super important too. Like I, I tell my mom way more than she wants to know. I, like, oh, yeah. My, me too. You know, she's like my <laughs> most trusted, uh, confident. You know what I mean? Like, I know I can trust her. Like, and I don't think people understand, like, uh, like how much a, a single mom with like a son, how much that son is going to love his mom. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. I'm a bona fide mommy's boy. Like, I, I'll do anything for my mom, oh, you know? Same. And so I, I tell her stuff she probably doesn't want to hear, but it's like, I don't know who else to talk to. And I think that's super important that, you know, Janet, you raised your daughter that way. Cause like a lot of, I, a lot of people are missing on that. Like they can't, Oh, it's fun. Stuff, and oh, I'm like, yeah. it's way more fun. Yeah. And sometimes like she'll tell me things and I'll be like, Oh, whew, TMI, TMI. <laughs> like, I don't need to know about that escapade. Please don't ra- elaborate any further. And then like, we laugh about it and she's like, mom, like I have a sex question to ask you, or, you know, I have a like weed question or something. And I'm like, 
Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, here we go. That's, I mean, it wasn't until like the past year or so, uh, maybe two years uh, that I've gotten comfortable at, like talking to my parents about stuff. Cause I'm like, for so long, I wouldn't go to them because I'd have a question and they'd be like, well, you're wrong. So like, just shut mm-hmm. away or, you know, like, like that's bad. Don't do that. Like you can't ask questions about that type deal. To quote Bill Gates. Don't do that. That'd be bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and, uh, unless you're talking women empowerment and then he's the one to go to. <laughs> he's an expert in everything. Yeah. But the, it, it was like the past two years where I was like, I'm my own man. Like, I know my parents know more than about me than they let on. So like, just talk about, yeah, it. just talk about it. And like, my parents don't know like the details of like my past with drugs and stuff, but like, they know I've, I've done drugs and, um, you know, had premarital sex or whatever, which my parents are not a fan of. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, They don't know the extent of any of that, but yeah, I heard you say that your family was very religious. Oh yeah. And yeah. Um, there's like maybe I'm definitely the most, I guess, liberal air quotes, liberal of my family. Um, but I, I don't, there might be one brother that pushes that edge against me. Cause he got the vaccine and I'm like, eh. <laughs> you're like, mm, not today, Satan, yeah, like, not today. Bad, bad choices, man. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, none of my family has ever smoked weed or anything like that. That um, you know of. Yeah, that I know of, but I th- I'm pretty sure they would tell me right, <laughs> right. now, you know. Well, um, it, no, go ahead. Sorry. The the one brother that's, like, closest to, like, me on, like, liberalness, whatever, um, he was like, the only reason I won't is because it's illegal. He was like, if it's legalized, I'll try it, but not until then. Follow the law. I am I am a bad weed smoker. I don't like it because every time I've ever tried it, it does nothing for me except just make me like bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know the weed has just gotten way stronger. And I mean, even from like when I was in high school, which, you know, it's gotten way stronger since then. And I can't imagine like people who grew up in like the 70s and 80s smoking the Colombian golden whatever Colombian bam bam whatever it's fucking called you know and uh like you know they had to smoke like 40 joints to like you know it have one joint of today's weed like it's it's crazy how how much it's changed and I think that uh because like people are pushing for the medicinal aspect of it that like they're like see look it's strong like a pharmaceutical almost but uh I, I don't know. I think, well, and also those weed heads, they smoke s- weed heads. I sound like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I met the guys who like, I met the guys who like run the shops and like grow the farm, you know, grow and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like they want to just make a better product. So like it's purely from like a business standpoint, they're like, Hey, you know, and if you, if you live in those States where you can just buy weed at the store, like I'm sure you're stoned all the time. Oh yeah. So you constantly need a stronger, stronger, stronger thing. Oh, and, that makes sense. Cause your tolerance goes up and like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Trust me. I mean, I've had done my fair share and, uh, I, I, I but it's like, Hey, can we get some like that? A lot of people now like the CBD products cause they're mm-hmm. people in more States. And I think that. Uh, you know, because it's just like, oh, this is like, like when I was in high school, you know, just get a little buzz a little bit, you know, yeah, and yeah. that's, that's fine too. It's like, can, can the weed stores make some weed that's like, 
you know, old school style, like the original non, you know, actual OG. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> give me the OG Kush, man. Like the stuff that Jimmy, uh, Jimi Hendrix and them were smoking. That was oh, just yeah. like, like old school. You know? Now I will say, um, I do use a CBD lotion, um, for pain. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what, that shit works. Um, when I went to DC, the people that I was traveling with, he knows like, oh my God, I did so many sports and stuff. M- my knees are fucked up. My feet are fucked up. I've had back surgery and stuff. Ooh, and that's rough. and it, it was like, he was watching me walk around and stuff. He's like, dude, he's like, I'm going to give you some stuff. He's like, I want you to try this because it's amazing and it's going to help. And so he gave me the stuff to try when I was up there. And then he actually gave it to me to take home with me. And I'm telling you what, that stuff is like a godsend. I love it so much. It really is. And I, I've, uh, I've, I have a back, uh, injury as well. And, um, so I kind of live with chronic back pain and yeah. when, when I have those flare ups or even on my neck or anything, like I, I have a, a CBD MD, I think Joe Rogan sponsors them, but they, or they sponsored Joe Rogan, yeah. but it was, I mean, I was like, okay, I'll try it, but you're right. That shit really works. And, uh, Oh my God, it's amazing it's because like- I don't do pills. I don't, I hate medication. I hate, like I, you know, have stuff prescribed for arthritis and stuff. I won't take it. Yeah. I'm even, I don't, I don't even like to take ibuprofen. Yeah. That's what I was yep. going to say. I'm hesitant. Even like if I had a headache, I just don't, t- I just wait it out. I'm like, I'm not going to, because if I really took it every time I was in pain, I'd be taking that shit all the time. All the time. Yeah. Me too. You know? But you know, I'm one of those people, like I get massive migraines and the best thing that works for me is to blow a hairdryer in my ear with hot air. What? And it makes it go away. Yeah. What's the, it's, what? It does. I've never heard it that does. before. Yeah, it does. Never. And some, some people are like, have to have cold. Um, but me, like the hairdryer works. And I know it sounds really weird, but um, I get them really bad. And of course, I can't take migraine medicine because I have a heart issue. And so, you know, I was like, I got to find ways to do this. And somebody suggested it. And I'm like, Buck, I'll try anything, especially if it means I don't have to take something. Mm-hmm. And it and it works. That's crazy. Is there like I'm a- just picturing yeah. you sitting there, like writhing in pain <laughs> yeah. on the bathroom floor with the hair dryer yes. blowing into your ear. Yeah, it works. It does. <laughs> is, do you have to do it in the, like a specific ear? Like, and this is a sober thing too. This is not a drunk thing. It it actually works. I've done it a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it has to be a hair dryer, and I have to have like darkness. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. That's and I can't smell vanilla. Vanilla will trigger a migraine for me it's it's very weird but for whatever reason the smell of vanilla makes that happen it's insane how the human brain works you know oh yeah Uh, and i feel i'm not a normal patient at all (laughs) (laughs) as we all know (laughs) oh yeah 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 that's so funny that not to like laugh at your pain but that's kind of (laughs) odd you know it's kind of weird come on kyle you kind of are yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's like i am totally gonna make fun of you for the rest of your life (laughs) oh what other uh like like so that's like a home remedy and you know with like pinterest Mm -hmm. and stuff right now like i love my girlfriend she but she's on pinterest way too much and she gets like (laughs) she sees something she's like we have to try this and the next thing you know she's like 
making meth like in over in our kitchen trying to make this like new <laughs> soap or shit. And I'm like, babe, just go buy the product. She's like, no, this is homemade. Yeah, love you, babe. Um, but you know, and you, you hear about like all these home remedies and the DIY projects. I want to know how much of that actually works out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the best um, stories. Some of it does because you know if you if you get to the point like me where. Um, I hate medication so much, not just because of, you know, big pharma and their racket going on, but the side effects that come from that stuff. Yeah. And then a lot of things that they give you for, you know, like back pain or whatever, make me feel worse. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do this. And kind of like after I had my back surgery done, they gave me what's called a turtle shell brace. Oh, to wear and the neurosurgeon was like, you know, you got to wear this for six weeks and blah, blah, blah. And you can't turn. And that's that's a whole nother story. Remind me to tell you that in a minute. But like the turtle brace, I was like, when I wear that, it like, okay, especially if you have boobs, those are a terrible thing because they're solid rock hard braces and then it's like smashing your boobs and like feels like it's breaking your rib cage and whatever. And I'm like, I cannot wear this. Like, I can't do it. And the neurosurgeon, he finally looked at me and he's like, well, you know what's best for you. And he's like, you healed. Excellent. He's like, how long did you wear the brace? And I was like, a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here's the great thing. Well, that's what I was going to tell you because, you know, I like to throw in a gross story or two here and there. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so when you have, I had the surgery done and it's a fusion and like the whole bottom of my spine is fused. Wow. You can't twist or bend or anything. And so think about that in terms of like bodily functions. Uh-huh. Um, when I finally could go you can't wipe yourself because you can't bend over because you can't twist. Yeah. You can't twist. You can't like in any way, shape or form. So shout out to the people who love me and took care of me because they had to wipe my butt for quite a long time. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. Love right there. These were like coworkers. And, you know, my parents helped, of course, but that's like really weird. Like I'm an adult. Hey, dad, can you wipe my butt? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, I pooped. I pooped. I, I did that when I was a kid. I'm like, mom, I pooped. I pooped. Can you come wipe my ass? And she's like, don't say that. <laughs> I like, I, did you do a poopy? Yes, I did. You know, it's like, a, have you seen a, that movie, a Big Daddy? Um, oh yeah, and he's like raising the kid, and he's like the kid gets so excited. He's like, "I can wipe my own ass! I can wipe my own ass!" Like after the at the end of the movie, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that was like me as a kid. I like, I, I had this weird thing, and I don't know, maybe you know, because you, you've raised kids and like know a little bit more about psychology. But I would when I until I was like five, I'd have to get completely naked to go poop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just like to take off all my clothes. I'm like, I'm taking my pants off already to poop. I might as well take my shirt and my socks off too. And I would get completely naked to go poop. Do you still do that? I mean, I poop naked like before a shower or something like that. But 
<laughs> like you know, like in public places too, like uh, at, at preschool. I just get. Uh, He's at the bar <laughs> stripping off all his clothes, <laughs> putting them over the top of the stall. Hey, order me another round. I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> Oh yeah, I just didn't know. Maybe, like, was that like a psychological thing? You, you are um, a psychology experiment in the making. <laughs> oh, I, okay, I've got another one, and I, I know why this is the case. So, um, oh, no. I can't pee like in a public bathroom, like in a urinal. Urinal, if like there's a line, if like someone's standing behind me, if there are people next to me or whatever, that's no problem. But if someone's behind me, my body's like, nope, 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 no. Nope. Are you afraid you're going to get it in the pooper? Well. <laughs> In a sense. So when I was in <laughs> elementary school and kindergarten, not kindergarten, elementary school and uh, middle school. Kids, Someone put a pencil in your butt? No, 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 no. People would uh, come up to you and like kick your butt, like your buddies would well, do they'd it. like kick you into the urinal. They'd kick you into the urinal so yeah. you just piss all over yourself. Yeah. And oh. like, yeah, it was like a, we all did it to each other. We would just, if someone's peeing, we'd go up and. Boys kick are them, fucking stupid. Yeah, kick them in the ass <laughs> while they're peeing. And like, so I think like that happened so much and I pissed all over myself so many times. I was like, now you're always watching. Now yourself. <laughs> I literally like have to kind of keep, if someone's behind me, like, what the, you know what I mean? It's, it's you're uh, like, are you going to kick me into the urinal? <laughs> yeah. Anyone like, at a, like uh, you know, highway gas station, you know, gas station or pit stop or whatever. It's just like this trucker guy's behind me. He's just got to take a piss. I know he's waiting for me and I'm like, He's going to fucking kick me. He's going to fucking kick me. <laughs> and I have to like talk to my bladder like, I, it's okay. It's okay. Count down. Ten, nine, eight. It's okay, George. Go pee. It's okay, George. <laughs> Come on, little Ricky. You got this. Yeah. Little Ricky. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's, I think that's the. So like, it reinforced the point things are not always bigger in Texas. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> little ricky <laughs> oh, well it's like man. you know like in the the uh, buddy cop movies they always call like uh you know the big guy like little mike or like something like yeah, that yeah 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 it's just like that you know save mm-hmm. himself, buddy cop <laughs> <laughs> so tell me tell me you guys like what has been like your favorite show that you guys have done like favorite topic or favorite guest or favorite, you know, whatever. You want to go first? Uh, yeah. So um, mine is my buddy Spivey. We had on to talk about aliens. Um, he's a, a musician around where where we live in, in New Mexico and uh, southern Colorado. And he's had some, some experiences uh, himself um, with aliens and whatnot. So uh, that was a really fun, just kind of like, sit down and just you know shoot the shit about aliens like it didn't get too like serious or political or anything like that and that one uh he's just a good guy all the way around he's really uh humble um and he's one of the better uh, local musicians around here yeah that was Um, a lot of fun and uh I know because I, I had, you know, the guy I didn't, hadn't known, I didn't meet him until the night before when we saw his show. Yeah. Um, and so when he came on the show, like I knew, you know, I know a little bit about a lot of things, you yeah. know, like, so I could talk aliens forever, you know, for sure. Um, and you, you were not into it at all. Like you didn't know, like, I'd be like, did you see those Pentagon videos? Did you see the, uh, have you heard about this abduction story or that? And you were like, what? No. And so you went deep yeah. that week before. And so like, that was really fun to see you because 
you know, our audience knows that like he wasn't quote unquote red pilled before. I'm like, we're slowly hitting him with all this, to- all these topics, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so it's fun to like watch what you get into and what you don't, mm-hmm. you know? So it was fun to watch you get into the alien and like, I'd see you throughout the week and be like, bro, I'm reading this right now. This is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah. And so you actually, like, you actually like popped during that show. And that was really like, that's one of my favorites too, because like one, I got to talk to, with aliens, but, and he, Spivey knew his shit too. Yeah, he did. Not only did he have spooky and interesting stories about like seeing craft and things like that and beings, uh, but he actually has, because of his experiences, he's went deep on uh, his research and everything like that. And so that was fun to just talk about all the different possibilities and and things like, and his stories are great too. That's one of my favorite episodes, but uh, that's cool though. And so like, what's, what's your What's your favorite, I'm not going to say conspiracy, because uh, usually, you know, that's a term used very loosely these days, because, you know, they want us to all think that we're crazy. But what's your favorite, like, topic? Hmm. You got this one. That that's a good because some people, you know, some people like the alien thing is like all they want to focus on. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. Um. I would say uh, it's the big picture stuff, you know, like the um, the question of like our reality, you know, not necessarily like a specific event or things like that. But kind of at the end of every quote unquote, like conspiracy theory, there's always like and it connects to like this or it's because of that or no, the, the, the question why, like, I feel like the why is like that's the spiritual battle that we don't see, you know, uh, like mm-hmm. whether that's interdimensional, whether it's, uh, whatever. And like, like this, you know, God maybe is what you'd call it or like the source or like the creator. Um, and like our consciousness, I feel like the nature of our reality is kind of what I, cause it's so obscure. Like I'm having a hard time even explaining it right now, but that's why I like it so much because it, it makes you really question everything everything see things in a different way and then it also makes you want to be better do you know what i mean Uh, oh absolutely you're like i need to be more conscious i need to uh get more in touch with like my energies and my surroundings and um what what no matter what we live on or if it's a flat earth or a round earth or a simulation or um you know god knows what uh it, it make it, if you're thinking about that and you're kind of, like either way, it's like no matter what, where we are, what we're doing, we can um, just be better people and try to make somebody's day or you spread. And it's all about love. You know what I mean? And I think that's no matter what you believe, if you can just love other people, that's the right answer, you know? And that's, mm-hmm. that's why like they always say, you know, conspiracy theories lead to spirituality. And I think that's because, something's being hidden from us as far as like who we are, where we are, how special we are, um, and how powerful we are as, Mm -hmm. as a, as individuals, you know? And, you know, I think that has a lot to do with like waking up your third eye. Yeah. When you actually start like accepting that, you know, things are true that you never would have thought about before. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Oh, and then it like, Brings this whole new world of knowledge, yeah. Which is one thing that they absolutely hate, and I think that's why they call us, you know, conspiracy theorist or 
conspiracy nut jobs or, you know, whatever endearing term at the moment they want to use against us. Um, I think it's because if they chastise you enough, they'll, they hope that you give up and don't start thinking and don't start knowing things because once you know, you can't unknow and then you start to question absolutely everything and they hate that. Yeah. Cause it goes, you know, then they, they can't control you if you know the truth, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like with, with the whole pandemic thing, like if they, you know, people are like, why didn't, if they wanted to you know take control of us and stuff, why aren't they just being honest about it? It's like, cause they wouldn't, you wouldn't let them if you knew, you know what I mean? Right. You, that's you, exactly right. Yeah. Then they lose all control. Yeah. If they can control you with fear and, uh, lies and, uh, like, a a God complex where like, they're going to save you kind of thing. Like you're going to do whatever they ask of you or what they, whatever they force you to do, you're going to do it without question, you know? Right. And, um, that's why I think like, like, like you said, it's about knowing and it's about questioning everything. And I think that can take you somewhere, um, that they don't want you to go. Yeah. And I I was not raised with, with questioning things. Like everything was, you know, it is how it is. You see the real thing, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Don't question anything. So is that why um, Kyle likes to say that they're slowly red pilling you? Yes. Just because, and it's not so much that um, like you didn't want to know as like you were just told this is the way it is. Yeah. Everything's black and white yeah. and there is no in between. Yeah, pretty much. And I, and I, you know, I didn't have any reason to distrust my parents and they're, fantastic people you know um so i just took their word for it and didn't really ever dive into anything myself or question anything like the biggest one i guess that that kyle likes to talk with me about is like 9-11 like i didn't question 9-11 to like maybe a year ago when kyle was like no dude there's a lot more going on than you think when that right you know well that's with Um, but that's it's that way with everything you know what i mean yeah exactly and i feel like this last year woke a lot of people up a lot of people oh yeah. for sure and that's what like i've had a lot of people on my show that said you know it wasn't until the lockdowns where like i became like a truther because i had time to sit at home and listen to podcast and read stuff and i'd hear something on a show and i'd sit down and i'd start looking things up and those are like my favorite guests because um, they can tell you like personal experience, like what shook them awake. Right, right. And I, I love that. I love hearing people's stories. And that's, you know, like a lot of shows, it's it's always the same thing. Like there are certain um, certain like YouTubers or whatnot that we'll listen to here or watch or, you know, whatever. And it's like, they hit the same thing over and over and over again. And a lot of podcasters do the same exact topics. And sometimes those topics are really hard to put like your own personal spin on. Mm -hmm. Right. That's kind of like why I like interviewing like just normal, ordinary people that can like, break down like why their experiences made them wake up into something. Yeah. I can see that too. And 
Um, I'm sure we've done it a few times where we just, we've talked about this before or, Hey, oh. why didn't we just talk about that last week? You know? Yeah. And, right. and I think those people that you're maybe like those type of people on like YouTube, especially like there's a lot of news people who just, they'll just say the same thing over and over again or like, mm-hmm. but okay. So that's, you know, me as a, uh, as a researcher or whatever, I would go to those people f- for that topic. Do you know what I mean? Right. Or that specific right. thing. Um, but yeah, it is interesting to get, and that's what kind of we've been doing is we talk to people about, you know, what do you know best? What can you talk to us about? And, mm-hmm. um, it's like, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. I got to pop up on the computer. It was like, <laughs> oh my God, you're related to me. I just sent you my brain through brain fart through the airwaves. There you go. Yeah. Brain poop for everyone. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was I saying though? I completely lost it. Oh, well, I'm with you on the lost it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, podcasting, you know, and, and that's why kind of why we do the show is because it's fun to talk to people about these topics and, and to learn. I mean, and I'm not going to ever go like, I can't, I can't give you the facts. I can't give you the numbers. I can't give you the documents, but I know a little bit about a lot and I can talk to people about it. And the people who listen to the show, like, will. Oh, that's interesting. Let me, and then it's up to them to go look it up or go to those podcasters or those YouTubers who are experts in that topic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, so that's why I like, like what you do interviewing Norm. We should get more like normal people on here. I love that though, because you know, like everybody has a story and like how things affect them or like traumas that they went through. Um, like, I've done like a PTSD thing. I did a show on um, intermittent explosive disorder. I did a show with a girl that um, was decapitated, internally decapitated, you know, and I love hearing stories like that and like what the medical facilities were like and how many like pain meds or whatever meds they pushed and like, you know, yeah. I, I love hearing people's stories about stuff. What What is internally decapitated? Um, it is when you sever your your spinal cord from your head. Oh, oh. Um, and eight percent only survive. Wow, that so that is a very, ooh, very low percentage rate for survival. And uh, uh, my neck, hurts they now. they told her they're like, you know, you're never going to walk again. You're going to be on a ventilator the rest of your life. You're always going to have to have a catheter. Um, like you, you'll be paralyzed completely. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, she's not, and she has kids. Wow, that's incredible. Holy, yeah, God. yeah, and she. She was just, <clears throat> you know, pure determination and and will and whatnot that, you know, and I love stuff like that. Yeah, that's incredible. You know, that, that's a giant middle finger to the medical complex. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which yeah. I enjoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> well, and you've had a lot of experience with that because of, you know, you were a nurse and you Oh yeah, all these things, and you dealt with it like firsthand. So I can like un- I complete. I mean, I'm, I agree with you, and I completely understand like why yep. those kinds of stories speak to you and your audience because it gives kind of people like hope in a, in a sense, you know. Yeah, and I like I love the medical stuff, but I like 
talking to, like I did a show on psychology experiments oh, and like all the, all the fucked up things that they have done to us for literally decades in these experiments, you know, <clears throat> and it's crazy because there's so many things that you would be like reading these experiments and you'd be like, why in the fuck did they think that was a good idea right. to do to people? Yeah. It's like, you know, terrorizing and stuff. But if you think about it, we are living in the world's biggest psychology experiment right now. <laughs> yes, yeah. Agreed. It's a information warfare, you know? Yeah. It's a bad. And it's like, mind. let's see how much fear and terror that we can strike into you to gain control. And if you read back through um, history and all the experiments they've done, that's what every single one of them has been about, whether it's terrorizing babies with rabid rats or, you know, whatever. These are all things they've done. Yeah. Putting, putting kids in a dark cave and basically getting them lost and it's seeing who comes out the other side. That sounds like a great idea. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I'm. I've heard of some horrible ones, especially with uh, um, African Americans. You know. Yeah, like, they've done some awful things to people. Yeah, and so this this experimentation they're doing on people right now is not new. It's literally gone on for decades and decades. Yes, and it's like. And people have a hard time thinking like we hear about, oh, the CIA did this, the uh, big pharma did that. Oh, that was in the 70s and 80s. Like they don't do that anymore. And it's like, what? why would you say that? If you know exactly the past, what, they're absolutely doing it now, you know? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And that's with anything. It's the CIA. It's the medical industry. It's, uh, you know. The IRS, like it's all in the big banks. Like, yeah, they did this before. They're gonna do it again. Just because they said they stopped does not mean they. Yeah, stopped. that means that. <laughs> and plus, uh, oh my god, I beat you both, champ. Right there. Thank there. you very much. Damn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I you. Feel so small right now. <laughs> Shrinkage. Um. <man. laughs> oh, I'll find my man card later. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I got to brew something up now. I left it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I left it. I'll have to go look for it. Um, <laughs> damn it. Damn, that was that was we got to fire impressive. back with something, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> now he's, he's trying to work on that. Oh, yeah. So, so what do you think about, um, like the moon landing? Oh. Did it happen? <laughs> um, I think there's two possibilities either. It happened and we went to the moon and, you know, the official story. But so either that happened and we are way farther than the moon. You know, we've been to Mars. We've been to all the planets in the solar system. We have bases on the moon. Like, I think if we we I don't think we stopped at the moon. You know what I mean? Um, with how much money was going into that and things like and the the resources and uh, how much you mean how much money was going into NASA? Do I know how much? Oh, that was Geek. that was pretty good. That was cute. It was pretty good, but mine was still better. Was yeah, just gonna better. say she knows. I mean, that was uh, she clearly <laughs> was better. So yeah. <laughs> um, I know some people are gonna think that was really gross, but I can actually burp the alphabet sometimes. So there oh, you that's go. Not impressive. Yeah. <laughs> 
put it on your special skills. <laughs> That's right. Um, but with the moon landing, yeah, either I think either we never went and the earth is flat and there's like hollow earth and all that, even though those two don't go together or we've been everywhere, you know, either space is fake and gay or, uh, <laughs> or, uh, it, or, you know, it's everything I, that they say, yeah, it is. We've, you we've know what I mean? Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Pud, what do you think? Uh, I, it's, uh, oh. what the hell? That is not me. My phone's connected to our podcast machine i'm so sorry about that Gina. that's completely unprofessional hello <laughs> who was it was it somebody uh, no it's fine. they say one full chinese drive through you want to order fried rice yeah oh my gosh I'm just, that's so embarrassing of me i'm so sorry um so for me uh it's it's something i never really questioned um for a long time so like when you when you believe one thing for so long and then something else is brought up you're like no that's not real that's not real whatever um i i i do believe in the moon landing but i have a lot more questions about it because of like well we went there once like why haven't we gone further or why don't we keep going like you know that's because they said they don't have the technology. It doesn't exist anymore Yeah, and that because makes, they quote wankity destroyed it. Yeah. And that makes mm-hmm. no sense. Why, why would you, why would there be this big race to the space and race to the moon? And then we just say, whatever, fuck it. We got there and no need for this shit anymore. You know, it's because the, all the money went to NASA, which is a government organization. Hello, money laundering. Oh, You're my sh- friend. I've not thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, um, the moon landing never happened. And how in the hell did Nixon call the moon? From a land- On a landline. <laughs> That's not possible, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Not possible. Mm-mm. And there's too many like shady things about it. And I don't buy it, not for 20 seconds even. Everything about it to me is fake and manufactured and like way beyond belief. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, here's a flag that we planted on the moon, but it's blowing. Uh, It's it's, waving. It's although the flagpole didn't go anywhere because of gravity. Uh, Bullshit. Right. Uh, I think gravity is fake too. Yeah, I just do. That's that's interesting. Uh, on the moon landing, um, a good theory I've heard is I, I work in like uh, live theater, um, mm-hmm. and so like a good friend of mine is like an expert in lighting, you know, because mm-hmm. he's done it his whole life, and so he's he's an actual expert in lighting, and he um he actually brought up to me one day, and I the shadows. Know, yeah, I didn't know that he was into this kind of stuff, and he goes. I, I was said something about it or I was watching something. He was like, yeah, uh, that's physically, like physically impossible. Those, the, right. the, the, where the shadows were going and the lighting of the, he's like, it's physically impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard this or not, but we watched an amazing documentary where they were talking about uh, the moon landing being filmed by like Spielberg at Area 51 in the desert because the terrain in that particular area matches exactly what was 
supposedly the moon surface. Oh. And it would make total sense because no one's allowed to enter out, right? Yep. Other than if you work there. Yep. No visitors. No one for miles and miles away from it. So it would be super easy to get film crews and shit in there without people seeing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and I, you hear about that now with like the Mars, the pictures we get, we're getting from Mars. People have taken a official NASA photo and they've gone and they found the same photo on earth, like in Greenland, yeah. but it's just got, it's the same location just has a red tint and they <laughs> exactly. it's Mars and that's an official NASA photo. Exactly. And you know, I love David Weiss. I've had him on twice. Wow. And when he does a, um, like a video presentation for people, he'll show this picture and he's like, what planet is this? And so the hosts are like, hmm, like, I don't know, like maybe Jupiter, Mars, whatever. And he's like, actually, and he zooms out and it's ducks in a pond. But it looks exactly like the planet. Yeah, I I saw that. I saw him once. That was insane. I, I love like his stuff. I mean, he is, he's a great guest because he doesn't just do flat earth. He knows so much about so many things. Yeah. And I could literally like talk to people like you guys or him or whatever, literally all day, every day. Oh yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. It's fun. No, and it I, is fun too. Like no one, people are always like, y'all are just crazy and all that. I'm like, I'm having a good time. Oh yeah. It's mm-hmm. so fun. Even if you're, even if you don't believe any of it, it's at least food for thought. Yeah. You know? Honestly, right. I, I listened to both your episodes with David Weiss and he like, there's not proof for either one. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh well, yeah, there it's is flat for both. You know, there's they. that's how like you can argue flat around and people, you know, all day they can both make really good points and yeah. that's what makes it so hard. It's like, whoa. Yeah. You- but you know, it's like, uh, even with that, with the whole thing with flat earth and, you know, and the spherical ball business. Yeah. Um, when like I was in school and even before that they taught flat earth, that was always taught in school. Really? And then they changed it to the globe stuff. And like, then all the globes started appearing in the schools and stuff. And here, spin it. See if you can find blah, 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 whatever. And they did the same thing with like uh, creation versus evolution. They used to always teach creation in science class. And then all of a sudden it changed when, of course, uh, and I'm just going to say the liberals took over education system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when that started becoming a big thing, that's when uh, it shifted focus from flat Earth and from creation to the globe theory and evolution. And you experienced that yourself? when? You- oh, yeah, cool. absolutely. Like you, you, yeah. One day you were learning flat Earth and the next day you were learning something yeah. else. And then, you know, the books change and it's like, oh, well, no. Uh, yeah, the globe, it, it's actually been a thing. And you know, are bad. Like we were teaching the wrong thing before. <laughs> and it's like nothing to see here. Yeah, just going to change, change the entire curriculum. But it's the same thing they do with history um, where you used to learn about, you know, all the different wars and the history of, 
you know, color revolutions and, you know, things like that, communism, socialism, etc. And then <clears throat> their curriculum changed. And it's like, you learn about Michael Jackson and pop heroes and whatever. Mm-hmm. And my daughter went through that. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck kind of garbage are you learning in history class? What is this? That's insane. And I'm like, what is the great wall? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, look it up and come back and tell me about it. It's the one Donald it, Trump Like n- nothing important was in their history books. It's like shit about, you know, Michael Jackson becoming the biggest pop star. And here's Beyonce and Jay-Z. And I'm like, the hell? This like Does this have to do with the history class? It's the obvious yeah. dumbing down of the U- of the American population, you know? Yeah. Um I, I like Austin said earlier, like I I always just would believed what I was told, you know, yeah. in the books. Like, oh, you read it in the books and that's what it is. And like, oh, it's uh, a history book. Like this must be history. But right. <laughs> you don't you don't you don't think about like who writes history, the victor, and then they can they can spin it how they want their country or their, you know, they can spin it however they want. It doesn't have to be actually what happened. And what I always liked about history was like hearing history from different perspectives. Cause then you right. kind of see that. Okay. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle here, you yeah, know, you like no one talks about, you know, what hit, what it was like to be a German. And I'm sure there's books on it and stuff, but like big topics like world war two, like you can kind of, uh, get the Russian perspective, the American perspective. And think yeah. when, the, when everyone's involved, it's kind of hard not to have different perspectives. And For I think sure. that's important with history, you know? So when like, the you know talking about education you know there was always that you know patriotic american history like we won the war we beat the british Mm -hmm. we had a civil war it wasn't so great but we came out better and yada yada cool like it was like the great american story you know and then um yeah we weren't perfect but it was like look how far we've come that was like what i learned in school and now they're pushing this whole 1619 thing which is like Mm -hmm. no it's garbage it's the slavery stuff and like yeah it's it's fact some of it is factually correct like yes there were slaves brought here and it was bad and all that which i think all americans agree was a bad thing yeah and um but you know what the funny thing is it's removing um, that i'm yeah no with the with the race theory and the slavery stuff um black people actually owned slaves they were the first to own slaves. They were the first to sell their own people into slavery. And don't forget, the Irish people were also enslaved when they came to the United States. And so all of this reparation bills and Congress and, you know, pushing for that. And then the uh, the Jesuits, um, oh. right after Black Pill did their... Uh, episode with Amy says WTF. I was like, well, here's a little ditty for you. When I went on the show, I'm like, right after you recorded that episode, the Jesuits decided to pledge a hundred million dollars for slavery reparations. Oh my God. Seriously? Yes. Wow. And it's like, if you read the news, like nothing is surprising, like the whole evergreen thing, you know? Yeah. What's um, going on with that? It- it's it's the most interesting <clears throat> story, and it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper because, you know, like I, I recorded a show um, Friday, 
and we talked about the evergreen thing and how messed up that is because, you know, um, it's the H3RC evergreen ship. Hello, HRC, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Um, And then they had the Baraka, (laughs) Barack Obama, um, and the Mossad one, two, and three ships, uh, tugboats to come and get it. Okay, and then all of a sudden, there's another issue in China where an evergreen semi-tractor trailer uh, jackknifed sideways on the road blocking traffic in one of their busy, busiest cities. And <clears throat> I, I, it's coming back to me now, the significance of the term evergreen. Was that Hillary right. Clinton's code name? Hillary Clinton's Service? code name. And here's here's something interesting. Did you know that uh, Jen Psaki founded a communications service called Evergreen after she left the Obama White House? I think I saw something on that today. Mm-hmm. She, it was like a, a spy firm, right? Yeah, yeah. And so she worked for intelligence for an Israeli spy agency. And it like the story just keeps getting deeper and deeper. But I think a lot of this is um, obviously this this purposeful because uh, in that Suez Canal, like their biggest um, cargo stuff that moves through there because, you know, it the Suez Canal connects to, you know, the Red Sea area, it supplies all of like the Middle East and Egypt and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but it's oil and gas. Yeah. Um, they're pushing for the Green New Deal here. I talked about a, you know, the new three trillion dollar infrastructure bill they're trying to pass through right now, which is green energy and climate change and <clears throat> tons of money being thrown at research and development for green stuff, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. They want to get rid of gas powered cars, you know, and they've already shut down our pipelines here. And then lo and behold, this, you know, tanker sideways in the canal, give me a break. Um, that's carrying a lot of gas and oil. It's a planned thing. Yeah. Jeez. If your gas isn't high enough now, it's going to skyrocket. And so if you haven't looked at the grocery store, um, we went yesterday, a lot of things have gone up. But chicken in our grocery stores is more than steak now. Really? Whoa. Weird. Weird. Right? Yeah. I mean, I have noticed prices have gone up and I expected it to happen when they just printed, you know, money printer go burr. Like that's going to happen. <laughs> um, and as soon as I saw, like, I, I haven't really looked into the, the Suez Canal thing. And honestly, until you said it was the one in the Middle East, I was thinking it was the Panama Canal this whole time. I mean, yeah, no, you know, and the so, Panama Canal is owned by the CIA. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. that's their drug shipment path. Yes, um, I think. But immediately when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is definitely some some shit. You know what I mean? This is definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This does- and, you know, one of the other things that um, is a, a major uh, cargo item that they transport through there besides the gas and the oil. Toilet paper. <laughs> I heard something like that, that the Suez Canal is going to block, you know, toilet paper. And I was like, I, good thing I stopped. Good thing everybody stocked up last year. You know, we Dude. got plenty. 
I was going to say, and since the episode today is battle shits, that could be a problem. <laughs> if you don't have enough. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I might need to borrow that uh, Sam's card again and go buy a shit ton more. <laughs> well, dude, you have a bidet, man. Shit ton. Uh, that is true. So we we have a bidet at my house. And that thing. Well, look at you being a fancy ass. Yeah, really, man? I got a bidet yeah. and a squatty potty. What you are. You're special. Yeah, they're like royal shits, man. Like, <laughs> Do you have rainbows pop? shooting out your butt? Oh, 100%, man. And then I got a, a stream of water that sprays it off for me. It's beautiful. Like, <laughs> well, so you don't need toilet it's paper, like then. laser beam, too. It's got, like, laser precision. Oh, yeah. And, like, they're... That could be bad, though. Like, because uh, that would be like getting an enema if you get it and it squirts right up your pooper. Yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either, yeah. It's got, it's like, even yeah. if you move your butt, I feel like it's got like a, a, like a auto aiming thing and it finds your butthole <laughs> anywhere you go on that thing. Kyle came over to my house one time and I was like, I'll be right back, man. I got to poop. And I came out like a minute later. He was like, holy shit, that was fast. Like, did you seriously go? I was like, yeah, dude, I got a squatty potty that lets it all just slide right out. And then a bidet <laughs> to spray it off. Like, it's beautiful. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Slide right out. Okay. Well. And then Kyle was all excited and he's like, I got to go try that too. Yeah, no, it, it is. It is a game changer for sure. But it's like, there's something classic about the old, good old wipe, you know, <laughs> they've been doing it forever, you know, only here. Well, Not you know, ever. if we have the, if we have the paper shortage again, uh, then there's also going to be a baby wipe shortage. So you may have to use leaves and grass coming up. Moss. I heard I, moss is uh, yeah. a really good. I did. Buy yeah, a, got, I did. Buy we got plenty of that to go. Like I got a survival book to like learn. Cause I'm like, if shit hits the fan, we're just going to go. We're just going to go in the woods and uh, try our luck it. out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, I could totally do that. I could totally be okay like that. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind it, man. Not having to except snakes. I don't like snakes, so that's that's a problem yeah, for me. But spiders. we have like a ton of snakes here. Same, yeah. Like there, and there's all different ones. And then we have these. We had this weird fucking thing. One in the pool, and then one on the driveway one night. And I'm like, that looks like some kind of creepy ass salamander. Like, this is not like a normal lizard like we usually see. And I'm like, that looks different. And, you know, it's called like a Hellraiser. That's. And it says, these, that. it says these things can get like up to three feet long. And I was like, hmm, that would not be okay. Because it is literally like the ugliest, creepiest thing I've ever seen. Lizard salamander wise i'm like oh yeah if i saw a three foot long one i would be like yeah i pulled up this looks creepy what did you get i i know right it's it's scary looking it's like looks like some kind of mutant something yeah and you know they're they're breeding uh you know animal human hybrids oh you know what i told i told the dudes on black pill radio this I was sitting out in my truck last year in the truck bed talking on the phone one night and I looked down and I'm like, what in the hell is that on the driveway? Cause we have, we live in the country. So we have all kinds of wildlife and stuff here. 
And I was like, I got to get a closer look. So I turned the light on on my cell phone and shined on it. And it was a toad with a rat tail. And I mean an actual rat tail. You know how like you got tadpoles and they have those like flat tails and stuff. This was an actual rat tail. And I was like, well, um, there is a podcast out there that talks about uh, the military breedings that they've been doing with um, hybrid animals or crossing humans with other things or you know, whatnot. And I'm like, we do live kind of close to a military base. Wouldn't surprise me if this is one of the creatures that they released. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. No. I'm just saying. And you hear about that a lot. I think, uh, was it like project Montauk or something like that, where they were doing those kinds of things? Yes. Like you get them. And they still monster. do. Yeah. Like yeah. why people, and that's, it goes back to like what we were saying. Like, why would they stop? You know what I mean? Uh, well, and they don't, and that's what, you know, Anytime the CIA or the military says, oh, we, we quit that project, um, they're lying because, like they said, they quit HARP. They didn't quit HARP. Um, they've expanded HARP. Um, but here's the thing to think about. Okay, the Loch Ness Monster um, and Bigfoot. I don't think Bigfoot is really Bigfoot. I think Bigfoot is one of those uh, cross-breeding creatures. I do. Oh, that makes sense. I, I, I haven't heard a better explanation for Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes no sense because it makes more sense than uh, interdimensional Bigfoot, which yes. is what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm not into, I mean, it, could another dimension exist? Of course it could. Cause we'll never know until we die, you know, and then we'll get the answers to the universe, hopefully, <clears throat> or all of our questions. Um, but yeah, I just like um, there's so many weird things that they breed together. But if you think about it, they're breeding us together too, because in the vaccinations that they give people, when it's got like uh, dog cells in it or pig cells, monkey, you know, whatever, they're crossbreeding you with another animal as well. Because you're getting foreign cells from another being in your body. Damn. And who knows what that does. You know? Exactly. Um, I mean, they do it with, uh, they they openly admit they do it on like plants. You know, they'll like take certain. Yeah. Yeah, they do. The DNA and mix it with the other. And then it, it doesn't change the plant, but they'll put like jellyfish DNA into a plant or something like that. Or to make right. it glow, to make it translucent kind of thing, you know genetically modified organisms look at your seeds and everything um all almost all seeds that farmers plant are gmo yeah they're genetically alter altered and so um they've been genetically altering us for a really long time with the different things that they're putting in us that don't belong there do you think that that end goal or the reasoning behind that is um you know, transhumanism, yes. like the end of humanity as we know it. Yes. But if you think about um, on a different level, human beings are the greatest supercomputers in the world, um, in the universe, actually, because our brain power is amazing. 
um, were able to process, compute, and, you know, like something can send your brain, like just through your eyes, just through looking at something, it can send a signal to your brain and to the rest of your body, to your extremities to be like, don't touch that. Um, it's going to be hot or don't, you know, like don't, you don't want to taste that or, you know, whatever. I mean, the computing power is amazing. And so when a lot of people are like, well, the, the goal of transhumanism as it stands now is merging us with technology. Mm -hmm. Um, we are the technology in my opinion. Now, have they already merged us with other technology? Yes, because, um, People get joint replacements, uh, valve replacements, uh, things like that. Those are, you know, like it, whether it be mechanical or from an animal, because yep. if they replace heart valves, it's usually with a pig or a cow valve or a mechanical one. Um, but they're already merging us with stuff. But I think their whole goal is to merge us with other beings. That's what I think. Other beings with, oh, like other animals or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. or because we, if you think about it in the aspect that we are like the AI, we are the intelligence because we are that supercomputer. Um, and then, well, let's see what can happen if we cross a human with a pig or you know, a human with a monkey or even a human with a plant. Like what, what could happen? And I think they've been experimenting like that for longer than people realize. Yeah. And that's how many movies have you seen where that's like something goes wrong like that, you know, and that's mm -hmm. how you get superheroes or, you know, maybe that's the end goal is like immortality. Cause I, I think yeah, like, like with that. that jellyfish thing, this jellyfish is immortal. It never dies. It constantly mm -hmm. regenerates itself. Like, you don't think these elites would want that, you know? Oh, 100%. Well, I just want to say, if they're going to merge me with something, please don't let it be a snake. Because <laughs> I don't like snakes. Uh, well, what, yeah. would you, what animal would you be okay being merged with? A cat. <gasps> like a big cat, a cat. Or, a, or a little cat? Oh, a cat. Because, oh my God. Like, they have the most amazing life. It's like, we have two. And it's like, uh, I they wake me up in the morning to tell me when it's time to eat. Yep. They get food. They go right back to sleep. <laughs> and they literally sleep all day. Yep. And then they're like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go eat some more food. I might pee or poop. And then I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah. I'm And I'm like, right now. man, like I have oh, not, no. I have not had that kind of sleep. And forever. <laughs> yeah. And they're smart and they're agile and they can jump. I can't jump. And they you always know, land I on just, their feet. They do. I would love it. And they can bite people. Like if, if they don't want to be touched or something, they can just bite you for no reason. I would love that. That's and awesome. they got those needle claws too. Yeah. And so imagine like how wonderful that would be in life though. If like, like a mask Karen is like at you all the time. And you could like just turn around and bite her for no reason. I would, <laughs> I, would I would love that. It would be awesome. And then you get away with it because they're, you know, you're a cat. <laughs> Cause you're just cute and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I never thought. So what, what would you be? Um, 
I don't know. I, I would say cat, but I don't think I could give as good a description as you just did. So yeah, I would no, maybe say really like, uh, I don't like the water. Uh, I, everyone would say a bird because you could fly, but well, honestly, I don't want to do milk. that though. I think I'd be like a, like an elk or something like that. Just like look, you know, eating all day. Pretty fucking majestic too. Yeah. Majestic, big horns. I might eat you though. Big horns. <laughs> big horns. And you know, once a year, you can get all the poo-tang you want. <laughs> I might I might eat you, though, because elk is amazing. Oh, have you ever eaten yeah, elk? No, I have delicious. not had actual elk. I've had deer and venison, but I've never had elk. Oh, I've heard elk is amazing. Elk is very, I've had some elk sausage before. That was just. So what? what is the weirdest thing that um, you guys have ever eaten? Oh, I can't tell you her name. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, uh, I don't know. Tuna fish delight. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was gross. I don't know. No, that was I don't know. Amazing. Food wise, um, I mean, I've eaten all sorts of different weird animals and shit. Um, all sorts of weird parts of cows and whatnot. Have you had tongue? I've heard tongue is amazing. Yes, I've had tongue. Tongue's like the one thing I think I haven't had, but I've had most every other part of the cow. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, man. Um, what's the weirdest thing? If you, you go to a, a real authentic Mexican restaurant, and I mean a real one, yeah, yeah, um, and get lingua tacos, that's tongue oh, tacos, yep. um, yeah, that's good. But tongue can also be really gross if you don't cook it right. Kind of like liver. Yeah. It's like pasty and blah. Yep. Yeah. I've heard that um, some of my friends who are cat enthusiasts, they make their own cat food, you know, and they get like yeah. chicken heart. I've done that before. Things and they blend it up. And we started doing that with our dogs and like mm -hmm. within mixing with their regular dog food too. But um, mm -hmm. within a week, like their coats just like popped, like they just got so thick and they're beautiful like so shiny and i'm like dang like clearly well yeah because you're eating organ meat yeah 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 and i like yep. we make the dog food and i'm like that kind of smells pretty good and you know like <laughs> i'm like i'd eat that you know she's like where did all the food go jesus and he's like in the closet like snacking <laughs> i mean dude it, it looks delicious i they have eaten, like sweet potatoes and rice and green beans and all that i have together. eaten like uh, one time i ate a whole box of milk bones that's it, wow. it was like crackers i don't know it was weird i was being weird how high were you when that i wasn't happened? i was just dumb i was in like i was like in sixth grade and like someone did it as a joke like they were like you won't eat this and i did and i was like it's not too bad these are pretty good yeah i was like mm, it's better than school lunch yeah that's for sure i uh, tried one like i didn't eat a whole box of anything but i tried the old like scooby snack dog treats that they i don't know if they still have them but they used to have them I remember Scooby Snacks. And I was like, well, I, I want to know what Scooby Snacks taste like. Shaggy eats them. So like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, so you guys have never eaten anything really super weird. I, I'm trying to th not not really that I can think of um, other than like animal intestines and stuff. Like I've never like oh, I've done that before. Yeah. Eaten, like a slug or anything See, like, like what's that. weird for me is like not weird to some other other places and other people like one of the weirdest things I ever ate was boudin 
in Louisiana. Oh, oh yeah. And, like, Ooh, that, it was so, that stuff makes me sick to my stomach. I mean, it was delicious, but it's just like the process in which you eat it and like how it's prepared and stuff. That was really weird for me. I was like, it was good, but I was like, I probably wouldn't eat it again. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a good damn fan. So, but yeah, I'm not like the, the people of, of Louisiana, like that's like a staple, you know, they yeah. love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, huge. And, so, you know, other countries, like, they eat crickets and stuff. And I think eventually they're just going to make us all eat crickets, I've, protein bars. I've had crickets, and I've had, um, like, a thing in uh, in Mexico is uh, large black ants. No, and no. I have eaten those before as well. I've had grasshopper. Um, I've had brains. I've had eyeballs. Um, I've had feet. Um like chicken feet, not oh. people feet. I don't eat people oh, feet. What what kind of brains um, did you eat? Um, I could not tell you what kind of brains they were. I'm not sure. Interesting. Uh, but I used to I used to date somebody that was Hispanic, and I have eaten um things that I never thought I would ever eat. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, like you know ears and like they eat literally every part of an animal and so i've had like head stew like sheep head stew and you know Interesting. whatever yeah. like uh, eyeballs to me are yeah yeah that um they're very salty and Ugh. like it's one of those things where you bite in them and they burst i don't like a cherry tomato Oh, gross. <laughs> way worse. Yeah. Oh, it's way worse. Gross. Yeah. Um, I have not eaten balls yet, though. So, oh, that's surprising. Calf fries are Kudos delicious, yo. They're so good. Yeah, I, I have not tried that. And weird because I lived in Texas and I've lived in Arizona. I've lived all over the place. Yeah. But I've, I've never had that before. Dude, they're, they're very tasty. Rocky Mountain oysters. It's got yeah, to be better that. than. Real balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got to be better than sucking on a hairy sack. So. <laughs> yes, please please shave that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not sponsored by Manscaped, but check them out. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, oh. My mouth is not your personal dental floss. <laughs> oh. That's oh. Sorry, that Sometimes was you inappropriate. Catch a pube, you know? Sometimes you catch a pube. Can't help it. Oh my gosh. Um I, I hate that when it happens though, because like then it gets stuck in my throat and then I'm like that's ah. <laughs> <laughs> like awful. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's terrible. I can't anybody. I can't do it. So please make sure you shave, man. Yep. Thank you. You got Thank it very much. On it. Um, I had a, like a chocolate covered larva one time. That was weird. Yeah, that I've never. I haven't had any of that. Yeah, but my buddy just yeah. had some on his freaking coffee table. He was like, "Here, try them. They're not that bad." And it wasn't that bad, but it was definitely weird. But you know, since Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland, um, I think that's what they're going to resign us to eating bugs and um, like grass. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's happen. what I think. Dandelion greens are really good for you. I, you know, I like dandelion greens and uh, they are very amazing to make tea with, just so you know that. Okay. So anyways, but thank you guys for joining me. Um, it was fun. And I, I love doing episodes like these because I hate being 
so ungodly serious or researching for like 80 hours and agree yeah it's nice something it's, and it's nice to whatever. talk and hang out like that's what we love about yeah. you janet because it's just like ah oh, it's nice to just like have a conversation like yeah talk about eating bugs Right, all in the the same conversation. Exactly, battle shits are always a good thing. I still won the burp contest. By the way, definitely won the burp contest. You guys keep trying. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll have to continue on our next episode together. (laughs) No, we're so. Where, where can they find you guys at? Um, you can find us uh, on all podcast platforms except Amazon. We don't go on there. Um, and at, at the big dumb pod, did, uh, just search big dumb podcast. We're finally showing up in the search results. So that's good. Um, I'll send you our link tree. Uh, we just got one of those. It's awesome. All our links are in there. You can, and it's got Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. So, um, check us out and thank you, Jan. I appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. Oh and, yeah. Um, you know, people who haven't yet, they can go listen to your episode with us on our show. That was a lot of fun. And thank you for having us on yours. It's, it's, it's an honor. Yeah. We have to do this more often because it is a lot of fun. So for me and for Kyle and Pud, we shall see you next time.